Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hey, and welcome to another episode of this podcast. Uh, we start every one of this podcast's uh, episodes with uh, apologies with uh, contritions, uh, with uh, begging Omissions. for yeah, begging for uh, forgiveness for obvious mistakes. Uh, last week we we went from our round of sixty four uh, movies uh, mm-hmm. to thirty two, and uh, we're not going to apologize for some of the tough calls that we had to make. Uh, some the, of them were tough. Some of them I understand why people may have disagreed. These were mainly our own personal opinions, not necessarily. What are you saying that we're not the final authority on superhero movies for everyone? We're pretty high up there, I think. I think so, but yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It, it, this is all entirely our uh, opinion. Um, and but, some know. of them were really hard calls. They, they definitely were. I think mostly people were like, who the fuck? made this bracket so that you put hard ones uh in some places and easy ones in other places i think that's where people were like jesus yeah Christ. well well now you understand what the ncaa has to go through yeah <laughs> yeah and they do it a lot better job than you did all right yeah. so let's uh, have like a committee uh, yeah i had you saying yeah whatever yeah yeah i could not be bothered Honestly, uh, well, then let's get on with it. Uh, let's introduce this uh, podcast. Um, my name is Monty Ike, and this is uh, well, he's the Wonder Woman 1984 to my Black Widow, he's the Black Adam to my The Batman, he's the Celestials to my Thor Love and Thunder, he's my best friend, Rob Bloom. This is uh, I, I'm right, and he's Rob. Uh, Rob, it's uh, yes. it's now we've down to 32. I don't know if we're going to get through this entire round of 32 yeah, this episode or yeah. not. I don't know. I feel like half the episode could go to We do have just a couple of close three. calls just this round. I think yeah. I think even this round there's going to be some that's like, "Uh, that's going to be tight." Yeah, I think so. that's why people were annoyed with the way you built that bracket. So let's go. Let's were there really it. people like complaining? Oh, and- no. There were the same 3 people that fucking listened to this. It's no one there. <laughs> no one this made no we picked a new president for god's sakes everyone was just we're all just fucking euphoric at this hey, point hey hey they're still counting they're still counting right i'm sorry allegedly we allegedly picked a new president i'm sorry yeah look every other fucking election this would have been a no brainer somebody would have conceded we would have moved on but of course no, we can't all right let's just get down to brass tacks what's our first uh what's our first one if we are starting uh, we're already off on it, and we know the answer, but it's a difficult one. Uh-huh. We are starting with the Dark Knight uh-huh. versus Shazam. Okay, Dark Knight is uh, the one with the Joker. Yeah, uh, Joker. Uh-huh. First time I think a real comic book movie won an Oscar. Right. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Okay. I, uh, well, I mean, yes, I think you're right. I think the the thing that that here is look. Uh, right now, Shazam is like a plucky uh, Missouri Valley uh, team. Uh, yep, yep. You want to you want to see them go all the way, but they just they're definitely have... a Cinderella team. That's that's but they, they are they're not the Dukes, Kansases of the yeah they they don't have the kind of depth uh, no. that the Dark Knight does. Uh, look, this is maybe a little controversial, but Heath Ledger's Joker, while it was very very good, I don't necessarily think it's the end all be all of acting. Nor do I think it's the end all be all of acting in a, a superhero movie. It's just the first time somebody gave a shit about acting in a superhero movie. Uh, but it's also very good. I think the plot is good for the most part. Although somebody who's supposed to be an agent of chaos has a lot of very intricate plans that only work if certain things go the way uh, they planned it. But all in all, uh, yeah, it's Dark Knight. Dark okay, let me sure. ask you a question since we're here. And yeah. this has been on my mind a lot lately because uh, Joker has been in comics. Uh, duh. But um, Joker has been prominent in the Batman storyline in a couple of different ways recently. And he's, it's kind of been heavy on my mind to ask you this. Mm-hmm. When we were in high school, late high school, early college, you were a pretty hardcore Joker fan. I was. Um, I, I, and I, I, was. Would, I would partially say it's because of the comedic chaotic not necessarily murderous crazy yeah you know especially because we had jack nicholson as your kind of proto joker or the the joker that i sort of glommed on to uh i liked yeah look uh i look back at my obsession with joker in kind of a weird kind of a way because i look back now and he's definitely not somebody that i uh I was like, wow, that's my voice. It's not. I'm not uh, an agent of chaos. I, I am not a homicidal maniac. Um, but uh, but I, I think, think it was a comedian in comics, and that was kind of your voice, at least. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I really think that, and this is, you know, the, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker uh, has this angle of being real big for the incels or whatever, and... Uh, and there's a little bit of there's a little bit of thought of that to me that I think that's why right now I'm like, uh, the Joker, I don't really uh, it's not really me. It's because now I look at back and it and I see it as an angry, broken person who blames the world and society for all of their problems, and that's not necessarily me. Um but yeah. I I think at it's least just, while we were in high school, he was more of yes, the dark the dark 1986 versions began to, you know, mm-hmm. surface to pop culture. But I think everybody still was thinking of like super friends Joker and that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You no, know. the Cesar Romero uh, Joker and all yeah. that other stuff, which is a lot more lighthearted than that. And um, yeah, for me, I think honestly, the Joker was just something that was anti. Everyone was on the Batman bandwagon and I certainly loved Batman. Um, but it was just sort of the the way of being a fan of Batman, but also not, uh, you know, uh, the norm, the norm. I think that's, you know, it's just my desk. It's like, you know, it's like uh, to me, I, I look at that as like <laughs> everybody loves this band and you're going to pick the shittiest album of the fucking catalog and say, no, no, this is their high watermark or whatever. It's that sure. sort of uh, thing. I was going through some shit, too. Um <laughs> 
you know. No, I, I just I didn't mean to derail the whole conversation, but I, I yeah, I it, is, kind of, it is it is it is something weird, and I I look back at it, I still have the Joker pin that I fucking wore on every Oxford shirt. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my entire yeah, my good luck charm. Um, you know, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I kind of feel like back in high school and stuff, I did have some 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 dark thoughts and some me against the world things that, you know, I was dealing with like a lot of teenagers do. And I sort of glommed onto this uh, agent of chaos that I could never be. I could never be that agent of chaos. Never, never, ever, ever, ever would I emulate that in any way. But there was something freeing about someone who just did not give a shit and did not have to to worry about norms. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. So well, I go. think Dark Knight's going to keep going on. So I'm sure we can so talk too. more ad nauseum about it later. Right. But, uh, Shazam's a Shazam is a, a decent. Yeah. Superhero it's a movie. decent superhero movie. Uh, it's tough break in the in the brackets that it landed in. OK. Next one is Spider-Man one. This is Tobey Maguire. Right. Versus Tank Girl. I, I really it's it's. Tank Girl's a great movie. Yeah, this but is a, again. Really, this is another, it's very niche. It is very, very niche. Uh, again, that soundtrack is fucking the bomb. I'll be honest with you. I listen to the soundtrack a hell of a lot more than I would be willing to watch the movie. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it. I don't know if I would even say the movie holds up. It, it's not a bad movie. It's like, not a like bad it, movie, but it's a certain genre of like post it's definitely post a grunge of its punk time. yeah it, it it's really stamped yeah. heavily with the 90s it really is stamped heavily with the 90s well, and i see is a main character in it and... well yeah but he's also been a main character in svu for 20 years so <laughs> this is this no, is so a... i bet and spider-man i think is one of the I, I, i'm looking forward to seeing a spider-man dark knight you know mashup but this, uh, that yeah might be that's something. true that's true so i think that's, that's uh, however, a good battle however toby one you're right is not as good as toby two so toby two is definitely the high point of the the raimi spider-man right um, yeah but yeah. i think to, i think spider-man one really ignited people noticing marvel i yeah. think um as a franchise in movies. Yes, we had Blade. Yes, we had, I think X-Men had come out already. Mm-hmm. But X-Men still felt like their own thing. And once you had Spider-Man, it was like, oh, there's a whole world of this. For some reason, I think Spider-Man is, I think this is, I, is Blade, the ambassador to Marvel. I guess, yeah. Blade, Blade did some things, but it didn't necessarily make normal people go, oh, I'm really into comic books. Blade's not a superhero. I mean, yes, yeah. he is, but he's not. He's not. So it's more of a vampire story, and that's always been yeah. around. All right, what's the next one? Next one is uh, Avengers Endgame versus Kick-Ass. Again, feels like this is another. Yeah, this is this is where all the Cinderella stories just go away. Kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah, Endgame uh, Kick-Ass is... Kick-Ass is a fun, plucky movie that I laughed, and I really think um, um, Nicolas Cage is funny in it. Yeah. But pathetic. And... I think that Kick-Ass is a great satire of the genre, uh, but that's not going to win. Here's our best. You know, you're never going to call Airplane the best disaster movie of the 70s. No, no, that's <laughs> so, exactly right. Y- you know, it is what it is. Spaceballs isn't the best science fiction movie. It is a good, good. It's a highbrow satire. It is not as on the nose as Airplane or whatever, but it is poking fun at a lot of the tropes of superhero. That's yeah, what Kickass um, is built to do, and it's great. And it's it's a it's a good movie, and it reminds us of some of these things. But it uh, it it's not going to be Endgame for sure. 
Okay, so now I think we have our first real debate. Okay. And you may not even feel it's a debate, but I think there's actual merit here. But Joker uh-huh. versus Thor 3. Uh, Ragnarok. I fr- uh, Ragnarok. So they, I was like, I totally was drawing a blank look. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot of really good in-depth acting in Joker. Uh, really good. I mean, there's some people who are really taking that story seriously. I always feel like they're the antithesis of each other in their type of movie. Yes. Oh, one is one is very taking itself seriously. Joker is a movie that takes itself so fucking seriously. It's almost as if they were like, what if we made a superhero movie that's just clear Oscar bait all the way? I mean, the only thing missing in there is the Holocaust. Honestly, when you talk about yeah, no, o- Oscar right. bait movies, it feels like there's so much shit in there that feels like. It's Did you like, hear what uh, they're going to start doing, though? What DC saw? What? They're going to now do like a Lex Luthor movie. And now they're uh, going to do a penguin. movie. Of like, course, they're so dumb. That's because it's DC because just beats the shit in the ground. Dude, no, when... D- DC has been run by a corporation for too fucking long. It's not plucky and it doesn't have editorial control. And I know you can say, oh, Monty, but Marvel's part of Disney. But. Marvel has some Marvel sort of, was smart enough to have its own studio for them. Right. And, and it has some sort of editorial control and whatever. And they're doing it right enough that they're making money and no one bothers them. And, and I really do feel WB, yes. Warner Brothers does not sit there and go, oh, DC knows what it's fucking doing and, and it deserves to have full control. It's that's not it at all. Warner I Brothers agree. like they've had three hits out of six and we're going to continue on milking whatever the fucking hit is. So uh, I think Joker's uh, anyway, Joker takes itself very seriously. I think Thor had nothing to prove and then came out of nowhere and finally said, "Okay, this works best, not only with our actor, Chris Hemsworth, who's funnier than he is, is surprisingly funnier than he is. But it it says, "Okay, Thor is so much better when it doesn't take itself seriously. Mm -hmm. It it failed. Kenneth Branagh. Look at this character and go. If you it's look at not, it, Thor one Shakespearean. It's yeah. kind of it's the opposite. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of kooky. Uh, Kenneth Branagh uh, directed the first one, and it's, it's just not there. You you see the second one, it tries even harder, and it fails. And then you get Ragnarok, and it's like, like boom. I, but I don't think it it. I don't dislike them either, but I, I, I Thor one had it, some like, some real boring moments, and Thor two was overly complicated in my opinion i think what thor 3 does is remembers the christopher reeve type atmosphere for a superhero movie doesn't take itself seriously has a lead actor that's still the lead and still you know somebody you're cheering for but you're also kind of cheering for loki you're capitalizing on on the, it's, the, you know, the director just knows what he's doing. Here. It's an ensemble piece for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it an is. ensemble um, piece. I mean, it's funny because when you think about it, the bad guy in Ragnarok, I guess, is Hela. But there's also this Jeff Goldblum secondary bad guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it's it's I don't know. I, I think. Uh, I, I actually am leaning towards Thor. I think. I am too. You've said it right. It's like uh, Joker is the art movie, the maybe better acted movie, the the more artistic. But is it movie. is but it better Thor acted? Is a funner movie. Is it better? I, acted? I do. I, I actually do think it is better acted. I do. I, I think um, that. I think that. I, I think, think Joaquin Phoenix is a is a tour de force no matter what he does. But it's. But it's I think almost you, like 
But I think that that says to you that you have to be serious to be well acting. And I don't think that's true. I think you can I, act I honestly, in a comedy role. I think you can act in a funny role just as hard as you do in a serious, tortured way. I'm not I'm not comparing the, the, that the fact that one's serious and one's silly uh, makes one better actor or not. I genuinely think that that mm. he is very well acting. And I, I think there's there are scenes in there that he literally just with the flip of a switch and an eyebrow twitch. I go, he's fucking terrifying all of a sudden. That there are things that yeah. are really disturbing about the way he can look at a camera. And I think while I I enjoy Thor more, I will watch Thor and repeat and yeah. just and, and just enjoy it. Yeah. And I don't think I could watch Joker again no. because it was so disturbing to me. Yeah. And that right. I think is good and bad. Yeah. All right. So there we go. It's Ragnarok. I think we both Thor. agree Thor. Yeah, yeah. Ragnarok over Joker. Take your Oscar and let's see here's the, here. the door. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's another tough one. Um, Unbreakable uh-huh. versus X-Men Days of Futures Past. Because I think that's one of the stronger X-Men movies. It might be my yeah. third favorite. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, I, I, I lean towards Unbreakable here. I uh, I I, I, I lean to uh, Unbreakable is you know do, do we really do we do we know that Unbreakable was going to be a superhero movie when we saw it the first time I can't even fucking no, remember no in fact I don't think it so. was like people just kept telling me because they didn't want to spoil it for me they're like Rob you you really should go I'm yeah. like no it, I I wasn't that into Sixth Sense no like I mean I like Sixth Sense but it was like it yeah it was walking on the edge of being a horror and I'm not a horror fan yeah so and I thought all. Everything about the previews looked like a horror movie. Right. Everything's dark, rain, and yeah, I had all this no stuff. clue. I was like, yeah. I don't want to go see another horror movie in the theater. But Rob, Rob, I'm not. I don't want to ruin this for you, but you gotta go. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson really is cool surprise. Samuel L. Jackson is terrific in that movie. Um, yeah, I I think I'm gonna give it to Unbreakable hands down. There's that sort of a what if you were a superhero who's been trying to deny it for your entire life? Like I think one of the parts of that is the 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 journey is with uh uh with the characters itself coming to realize that I am bigger than this. If uh, you remember, he's he's lives this sort of kind of halfway shitty life of unfilled p- potential all over the place, well, and it's and, because and, he's running from his potential. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to do and, it. I think well, that's a great story. But he also he also did it for love. Yeah, you know he he turned away like a football degree because his wife didn't want a meathead jock and yeah. some other, I forget. I, yeah. Robin Wright Penn is great in that. I, I, yeah. Oh yeah. Did I am not a fan of glass glass kind of left me flat. It felt like every, everybody was phoning it in. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Um, split is okay. Split. I, 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 but I, I didn't realize at the time split was the no. hidden sequel yeah. to unbreakable. Yeah. No. One and, did. That was um, a that was definitely a horror it was movie. A, that was a horror movie. <laughs> that was definitely a horror movie. Yeah. All right. So Unbreakable uh, wins this round. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Goodbye, Futures Past. Uh, I, like I said in the last episode, Futures Past uh, gets a huge knock for me because uh, just because Hugh Jackman's a great person doesn't necessarily mean you build the whole fucking show on him. And I think Kitty Pride, keeping it to be Kitty Pride would have been more fun. But there there was some fun things about it. But I agree that it's it's. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. okay. 
Okay, so Wonder Woman versus Ant-Man. Again, I think this one's a little tough. Ugh, this is actually tough. I really like Wonder Woman on a lot of levels, but I really like Ant-Man on a lot of levels. Uh, is Ant-Man and the Wasp still in the race? Uh... <laughs> this might this might make this harder. Do we get rid of Ant-Man and the Wasp? Oh. Or do we not even I have don't... Ant-Man and the Wasp? No, we, we do. Have... Oh, there... Uh... <clears throat> I know that I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't think yeah we... uh, they got voted out. They got beat by Wonder Woman. Okay. Okay. So, so. Wonder Woman's taking out the whole Ant-Man clan here. Um, possibly. Wait, okay. Yeah, okay. It's like, I definitely think that there's, there's charm <clears throat> and there's comedy and there's definitely, you know, the first female led superhero movie. Is, I mean, it's, it's epic in it. I, I think in many ways, it's as iconic as the character needed coming out the door. There's flaws in the movie, yeah. but I think and Gal Gadot is absolutely she's forever Wonder Woman. Fucking she's fantastic. forever Wonder Woman. Just Fantastic. like Hugh Jackman is forever Wolverine. She's right. forever Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, so what you're leaning towards, Ant Man? Is what I, you're leaning towards? I don't towards? know if I'm leaning. I'm trying to just put the. I facts like up. I like Ant Man for a lot of reasons. Ant Man establishes that there was more to the Marvel history than just what we've seen. Sure. Yeah. Right? They they retcount retconned a little bit of the past with they they make I don't know shield if you it. They just filled in. Yeah, they just filled, filled in some blanks. blanks. They they say, oh, here's Shield before Fury was in charge of one of it. And oh, by the way, yeah. they had these people. They were more superhero spies or that did these sort of things, these science, these these adventuring scientists, which makes sense. It, it also actually makes, you know, like uh, Iron Man isn't uh, a rarity. He's just yes, another so one of a long like line of uh, of super smart people who made huge impact in the world. And, and Shield this was one's really tough to do. So. Uh, I think Wonder Woman felt more groundbreaking but I enjoyed Ant-Man on just a hair more. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, this yeah. is a real tough one. Um, which one would you watch again right now? If I were to like, Oh, uh, I would watch Ant-Man and see, that's what I think. Yeah. Too. I would watch. Like I, I, I think like they're pretty evenly matched and this would be right at the buzzer. Ant-Man throws a, yeah, a two to pull it. It's just, it's just that much more charming, just that much more charming. And there are just mm -hmm. a couple of scenes in Wonder Woman that I could do without. And I kind of felt unclimactic at the end. <laughs> the, the villain really kills it. Like yeah. where I feel like Ant Man's a complete movie. The villain at the end of the Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman kind of kind of flats it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I, completely agree all right sorry I mean, wonder woman uh wonder woman 1984 looks fun and that's your second chance and maybe that one's going to be fucking epic so yeah oh yeah this next one's hard for me i don't think it'll be hard for you okay dr strange versus man of steel um well i mean it's kind of hard for me because although i liked dr strange i didn't like it like it <clears throat> and man of really? steel i didn't like uh, very much either. I mean, there's some parts of Man of Steel that I think are fine, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. There are parts of of Doctor Strange that just feel like it's an exp. It's just a sort of a, uh, an exposition movie. It's just there to give you background. It's just there to color in what you need to know, so that when he shows up in Avengers, it's there. Um, well, I felt like it was a good intro, but it needed a stronger third act. Yes. 
yes. and like and maybe condense condense the whole movie into two acts better right and a better third, third act, act. Yeah. kind of like i that's like i really think i i think the first two acts of of dr strange are really strong because you know it's an origin movie you always have yeah. to do the origin movie you make him the big prick yeah he doesn't understand you know he's he is basically like the mystical tony stark he's a big ass he doesn't know what he's you know what he's been capable of all along and it's a very good yeah no it's a very good thing of uh of of taking somebody who's science driven and then putting them in the world of mysticism and mumbo jumbo and then uh and then learning to respect that uh it does have one of the best jokes that unfortunately was in the trailer but i don't remember what he hands him a word and it was like, what, is this my chakra? And he's like, no, that's the Wi-Fi password. Yes. Like, yeah. That's a great, it's a, it's a great thing. Um, yeah. And, but here's, here's why I like man of steel. Like it really, you, you're when, with man of steel, you're up against the grandfather of all superhero movies with Superman. Everybody's going to compare you to that. Um, well, they did a good job of making it very different. Yes. And unfortunately, <laughs> they were like, hey, Dark Knight works. Let's make Superman dark, which, again, they don't understand. Superman isn't yeah, dark. Yeah. He is the antithesis of Batman. He needs to be lighter. What I did like is. The, oh, the city getting really, destroyed. Yeah. Super, Henry Cavill is Superman to me. I really think he is the modern take on Superman. He has the kindness in his eyes and yet the ferocity of being like, I could bench press this planet but also i'm gonna save a kitten in a tree because yeah. you know although I, you never I'm see just, that you never see superman the, the gentle person that's, you never yes, see the, that is the, the problem you never see any of that in that movie and that's why i think it misses and it, if you talk about bad third acts i think the whole destroying the fucking city is just ridiculous it is like and they it, they didn't learn their lesson they would they took it too far the other way yeah uh, yeah like I, the, some of the everybody best complained superman never fought anything in the original four movies and then again in superman returns he's not really fighting anything worthy of him yeah. and then this is okay we have him fighting something but there's no heart right. the way there should be the best part of uh, the best line in that movie to me is that it i'm i grew up in kansas i'm as american as you can get general i agree it's like the I, best I, line in that whole fucking movie mm-hmm. but that's just it i'm sorry but i feel like even I'm, dr strange as weak as it is beats man of steel I don't think it's as weak as you, but I do agree that Doctor Strange is a is yeah. a better movie. Right. What is this one going to go up against in the next round? Uh, either Logan or oh. the 1989 Batman. Fuck. That's a tough one too. Huh? <laughs> oh God, damn it! I'm just gonna speak for my gut. Uh, Logan's a better movie. It is. <laughs> I, I I'm movie. I love Batman 89. Love it to death. But I think Logan is. Uh, is a missed Oscar opportunity. Oh, I think. absolutely. If you're going to talk about Joker getting a fucking award, then not giving one to Logan is a real fucking shame. Yeah. I, it is uh, so like, good. It's not even just well acted by Hugh Jackman. I think Patrick Stewart's Patrick Stewart Stewart is a fucking phenomenal. Especially. Actor. He deserved a, at least a not as a. Especially you know, because Patrick win. Stewart is not as old as he's playing right there. He's playing really feeble and broken, and he's not yeah. that at all. And his, you know, uh, 
Alzheimer take, if you yeah. want to call it that, whatever. Well, just, what, whatever that thing is, is dementia yeah. or, or brokenness. Dementia is a good word. I yeah, think it's, it just I, was so believable and terrifying. I, I just think and sad. Yeah. I, well, how about the whole beginning? That whole idea that Logan did some of these things and was this yeah. person that they even have comic books based on it, and he's yeah. just driving. He's just a fucking limo yeah. driver. I, yeah. That was so crazy and dusty, and, and, and they're just barely keeping ends met. Yeah. And right. He's yeah. hiding Xavier from the world to save the world. Yeah. Doesn't uh, want to be a hero. It's it's. I think it's. What about the subplot? Cont- what about the subplot of the farmers? Yes. Being being pushed out by the corporation, showing you that you know this world, this future has things that still need to be fought against. And I think that's why at the end, when he gets the kids out, and he, you know, and you you have this sense that these kids are going to do something. They're gonna they're gonna do something to help save the world like that movie ends with the idea of he's saved them so that they can save the rest of us okay take out wolverine's claws take yeah. out his powers it's a and he's just a man on the run it's just no, no, fucking no, no, chain. no 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 yeah no. my question is is that a sci-fi movie uh, it's got a weird sci-fi feel well, about well yeah with, yeah i mean with it's just the small tinges of it being it's, futuristic but it's, not like not it like doesn't need to be. Cars no, it's it's not I, futurist. It's what I think of it is is a very dystopian future. Yeah, yeah. So wh- a, wh- a pretty realistic one. Yeah. What what you're missing? It's very near future. It's very much this is what happens when citizens. This is the unfettered corporation. This is Citizens mm-hmm. United getting more and more control of our daily lives by having these large corporations that are 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 willing and able to do certain things in order to to maintain their their dominance and that's i think the scariest thing so it's like what i like to uh, i refer to that is th- that's the liberal uh that's the liberal scare tactic right so a yeah. conservative scare tactic is oh it's an oppressive authoritarian government that's in your face and and telling you what to do big brother george orwell right it's a large government that's uh that's feeding you lies constantly but like a liberal modern liberal uh scariness is it's these fucking corporations that have unfettered control of your daily life mm-hmm. And they're literally out to mash anything to make slightly more profit. And that's what yeah. that movie at the heart of it is. It's that company breeding these genetic kids and and the slide take. Yeah, and, yeah. Slide take of of the auto uh, trucks that run the poor farmers off the road. So yeah, I love that movie. So uh, that goes out. Right. And it's gonna probably easily push past in the next round. So Okay, so we have X Men Two versus Winter Soldier. Another, I think, very difficult one. Uh, I think Winter Soldier is one of the best espionage type superhero yeah. movies. Again, this by is far. this is Marvel doing a very good job of understanding there's more than one genre to superheroes, uh, and a lot of people don't get that. Uh, they do heist films. They do espionage films. Um, they do, they do, they do this very well. Uh, they do sci-fi, they do, you know, grand adventure type, you know, if you think about Mm -hmm. it, uh, there's even sort of that, uh, Indiana Jones feel in a couple of their movies where it's, you know, it's a race. And we're going to get our Kung Fu movie with, with Shakti, uh, Shang-Ti, Shakti, sorry. I was thinking of Star Wars there for some reason. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, 
Um, for the longest time, though, I thought X2 was the best superhero movie of all time. For a, for a very long time, that was... Now, that's the one I mean, where they, it, they, they fight the general, right? And we learn uh, Wolverine's origin we on film. Origin on film, right. Um, and it ends with Phoenix. With uh, Gene dying and then the Phoenix in the water. Right, yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that you have to tell me the plot of that, and I know the plot of Winter Soldier, tells me that I'm going to lean towards Winter Soldier. I, but I, I I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if this is an anti-X-Men bias that I have. I mean... I... We both like Logan, though. We both like Logan, true. Um, but, I mean, I just... Yeah, uh, let know. me. I'm looking down the list. Uh, you can't. Well, you can't move anything around now. The list is no, no, no. I'm not moving things around. I'm trying to see if what's on the horizon that could. Now, I wouldn't say that we're totally out of the woods with X Men. I uh, no, I think I Logan's think a final Soldiers, four, so <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, so it's gonna it's gonna X2, keep going. X two is a really good movie, especially for its time. Yeah, I don't think. I think if they were both to come out today, I would probably say Winter Soldier is a superior movie and probably in my top five of all time movies anyway. Like, yeah, it is such a good movie. I I like it better than Civil War. Yeah. And Civil War was really good. But yeah, Winter Soldier's amazing. And it's so and it gives so much depth to Captain America. God, that it's isn't got there some of the best fucking cap moments. Right. Like the elevator scene, him jumping out yeah. and fighting in the airplane. Yeah. Um the the fight on the street against Bucky. Uh, yeah. Winter and Soldier. again, here's a here's a guy where he's he's you know, he's desperately the whole time just trying to reach his buddy. Just mm-hmm. trying to reach inside. And it's a, like an entirely different kind of fight scene because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also love the meat. Like I've been seeing the memes lately, but uh, anything where you're you build the, the friendship with with Falcon, which right. is really good. I, yeah. I'm glad they embraced that. Yes. I was on worried that maybe it would be cut. Yes. The on the left. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. you pass. Don't you pass. <laughs> yeah. I, Absolutely. I think I think we both agree that Winter Soldier is a superior movie. OK, we're good then. We've we've given X2 enough time for a gracious ending. Yes. Um, Blade versus Iron Man. Like Iron, Iron, Iron Man. Good. Yeah. Uh, you, um, I don't want to hear you say, well, without Blade, we wouldn't have the Marvel Universe because that true, doesn't make it a great fucking movie. No, it just I'm means not. it was successful. It's a vampire. It, movie. It's a fun movie to watch, though. I like it. I like watching. I'm trying lot. to remember I if back in time I knew that fucking Blade was a Marvel movie. I did. I totally. Well, of course you did because you're a goddamn nerd. I'm talking about like normal people thought. I thought is you this would a vamp- I mean, This is a vampire movie. I don't think I remember. I don't think I ever read a fucking comic with Blade in it. I so didn't. I go. knew nothing about the character. I just knew he was a, a Marvel comic yeah. book character. But I think I knew Iron more about Man Morbius. is again one of those. I think Iron Man five years ago was a top five comic uh, comic movie. Yeah. I think there have been things that are more, it's still it's Iron it's Man there. sets the there. tone or, and I've watched it again recently and that one holds up. Yeah, Iron can, Man holds up. Yeah, you can watch it. Uh, the villain could have been a little bit uh, better in the uh, in the third act again. Flushed out. Yeah, yeah a little bit yeah. better. A little 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 uh, tropey with just the the he's Ebenezer Scrooge. He's he's uh, Hamlet's uh, uncle just pushing out the king and, and all that other shit. Anyway, still good. 
Okay, next one I think is pretty easy. It's Black Panther versus Aquaman. God, it's, that is the easiest thing we've done today. Black Panther. Yeah, uh, Aquaman is, is a fun beer and popcorn movie. Black Panther is... Hey, big shout out epic. to uh, to uh, I Mom So Hard for loving fucking Jason Momoa so much. Yeah, but that's yeah, still the yeah. dumb guy in Stargate Atlantis as far as I'm fucking concerned. So... Okay, uh, next one's, I, I think, tough. The original Captain America, not the original original, I yeah. should say. The original yeah. Marvel first Studio Avenger. Captain America. Captain America, First Avenger. Deadpool. Hmm, uh, I'll go Deadpool. I, 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 I think I'm like leaning Deadpool, too, because I, I love that Captain America movie, but I can watch that Deadpool quite a bit. I can watch both of them, but again, as I said last time, there's that montage part that, that feels like a weakness in Captain America vs. Avenger. Although I could watch Haley Atwell just read a fucking newspaper and probably be yeah. good as good could be for a very long time. I still time. think just the the intro scene that with the with the still shot and them doing the I don't know if you want to call it bullet time or whatever the matrix thing where they're spinning around everybody and they're frozen in the air and they're doing the credits and the credits are like written by a bunch of asshats. Yes. Like, oh yeah. It's yeah. such a fucking great intro and sets the tone for, and then the guy's got a green lantern card in his pocket. And I think Deadpool is one of the reasons comic books are mainstream today. Right. I just want to say, though, uh, Haley Atwell and then uh, Natalie Dormer, both in uh, fucking World War II uniforms. Natalie Checks Dormer. So many uh, goddamn Natalie boxes. Dormer. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah. I'm leaning more towards uh, Haley, but. Yeah. yeah oh, no, absolutely mean, Haley. But, oh, my but God. Natalie's, yeah. Yeah. Those eyes. Yeah. Anyway. Guardians part of the Galaxy of the, this versus. Hold on a minute. This Go part ahead. of the podcast brought to you by men. Men. <laughs> they're dumb and meat bags and just think with their dicks constantly. Men. It's the reason everything sucks. Men. Okay. Now we're going. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Guardians of the Galaxy versus Captain Marvel. Speaking of being a man. I laughed so freaking hard for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I remember really enjoying it and thinking Marvel figured out how to make a Star Wars. Yeah. Uh well, it's 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 different than Star Wars for sure. It is, but it's like it's a Star modern Star Wars doesn't start with a dance number. <laughs> and you know what um, I mean? But but I'm just saying, okay, here's here's how I know that Captain America or Captain Marvel is slightly inferior to Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I met up with with Mr. McAndrew uh-huh. and we went out to eat. And the first thing he did was, Have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? I'm like, Yeah, of course. And he's like, That is the best movie. I just loved it. Yeah. When somebody who was my father's age who just yeah. went to see it and was like, I just had to see this movie and I laughed my butt off. It was, um, it was great. I, like I, I said, I like a lot of things about Captain Marvel, but there are some things that it just doesn't squeak uh, above the line. And I, I don't want this to be, look, I, I, I'm not going to give Captain Marvel the win just because it's a female led movie. That's the other and, thing. Or else we would have let Wonder Woman win. Right. Too. I mean, it's it, well, it, one, you know, we're not going to pick a token to move forward because we're trying to be woke. That's what I'm trying to avoid on its I, own. And I agree because 
on its own, I think Guardians of Galaxy is a better movie than 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 Captain Marvel. And I would watch both of them and have watched both of them. As a matter of fact, I watched Captain Marvel like a week and a half ago. Just, you know, had time to kill. And that's the movie I wanted to watch. Um, so there's some really good things about Captain Marvel. But, uh, wow, Guardians of the Galaxy has a lot of good pieces. A lot uh, of good pieces. I... I just can go to like i can pull off again i agree with everything you said about captain marvel it's a great movie and i'm looking forward to a sequel i'm looking forward to having photon in the marvel universe i can't wait for whatever they're going to do with all those characters Mm -hmm. but guardians of the galaxy kind of like gave us a new element and i really enjoyed and if we think that ragnarok is a good movie then how do you not say that (laughs) fucking guardians of galaxy i was just about to go there i was like i feel like I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy said, hey, Marvel, you can be even sillier and it really can work if you do it right. Right. Yeah. And plus the, the, in, in, the, the incarnate. What's the word I'm looking for? Implementation of music. Yeah. Is uh, unlike anything we've seen before in a Marvel movie. It was great. That that sort of mixtape was such a great element that what you're listening to is all of the music that Peter Quill has from Earth. Yeah. And I think that is just so smart also howard the duck so case closed yep okay deadpool 2 versus into the spider verse into the spider verse it's such a great movie i i like deadpool 2 a lot but into the spider verse well look i don't even know if it belongs on this list because it's animated but it's so damn good no it it deserves to be in this in this list it's so damn good and honestly i mean deadpool's great deadpool 2 is great but it's also just another heaping helping of the same stuff (laughs) so it it, yeah it feels like more of the first movie yeah so to me i'm like cable yeah to me i feel like okay well but into the spider-verse it takes some real big risks. It also takes some risks as far as like, all right, now we're going to make mainstream uh, moviegoers eat the multiverse theory. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. And spider and from an ar- spider mm-hmm. fucking hand. Oh, geez. from an artistic Christ. point of view, I've watched some of the makings of and mm-hmm. the way they get the jitteriness is they're pulling out like every fifth frame. Mm-hmm. It's a brilliant move and it gives it, something you've never seen before in animation where it almost looks like it's stop motion, mm-hmm. but it's not. And that's it. And they, they intentionally incorporated that where, so it's got a jitteriness to it. Yeah. I like it a lot. And miles Morales is also great. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next one, another hard one, but I, <sighs> civil war, captain America three versus the original X-Men movie. What'd you just do? Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I turned, I turned us down just a little bit cause I felt like we were pegging the line here a little bit, but no, okay. no, I just also am always laughing at how you refer to all these movies as like civil war, captain America three. Like I wouldn't know fucking civil war. Well, I'm saying that to people. Like, right. Oh yes. Cause we, some I, people are tuned in thinking this was my Gettysburg only podcast where I, <laughs> dearest Matilda once again, I think it's more like, Dearest Colossus, the war is going to All right. Uh, I'm sorry. Civil War versus who? X-Men, the original X-Men. That's oh, why I said Dearest oh, Colossus. Oh, 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 oh. I, I, this, okay, we, I think we should give X-Men its its due. 
Yeah. But I think Civil War is a better movie. X-Men was the introduction of Wolverine to a lot of mainstream people. Yeah. Um, probably the cartoon. A little, little, little too tall. A little too tall for the me, but all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, a little piece stew. I think a little piece stew action re- going on there. I think it made Storm into something special. It made Cyclops. He was, you know, he could have been cast a little better. I think they kind of got the idea right. Um, but you could not have picked a better role for Xavier than Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all that is great. Civil War wins. Uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> just, so, just for the introduction of, a, of the Spider-Man. Don't worry, X-Men fan. Deadpool's still in the race. So is Logan. So is Logan. Oh, well, so Peace 2 is still in the, in the run. Okay. Okay. Now the big, big battle. Oh, this is the bottom one. This is the one that I said might be most of the podcast. Superman versus Spider-Man 2. Superman 1. Superman 1. 1979. You'll believe a man can fly. Versus Spider-Man 2 versus Doc Ock. Upside down Uh, kiss in that one? Is the upside down kiss in that one? I thought that was the first Spider-Man nah, movie, but I'm not. I'm not positive. And I think it's the second one because I think it's. You, uh, I'm not positive. Yeah, I don't. I he's moved out of Aunt May's house by then. They got. Remember the yeah, weird, the weird neighbor yeah. girl that hangs out with Peter. Oh, that's yeah, always fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, <sighs> the only thing that I don't like about that Spider-Man movie is he fucking cries a lot. Cry. <laughs> he's like he's like a hobbit at the end of. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. He's crying so damn much. Yeah, but it's it's a lot. Look, I love what Sam Raimi does when he gets to the heart of Spider-Man being this tortured soul. Spider-Man is this person whose sense of duty and his sense of responsibility outweighs every single thing. He will always put on that mask. He will always do what he needs to. He will always put everyone else in front of anyone else. It doesn't matter if it's somebody he loves or somebody it's himself. It doesn't matter. Anyone else. He'll he will risk his life to save that bus uh, no matter what it costs him. Um, and I think that's great. But Superman 1 is... Uh, Superman 1 is what everything else, I think, gets measured to. Uh, Superman is so good, and it's so... It, it's like... I think you need to also understand where, when it comes out, right? It comes out in the middle of the late 70s in the United States. This is before Reagan. This is before Reagan made us believe in America again. We were at our lowest in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. Nixon really raw dogged us. And then we get like the fucking uh, the oil crisis. We've got all this fucking economic turmoil. We lost a fucking war. There is so much shit about America that we don't fucking understand and we don't know and we don't like anymore. And then fucking Superman comes out and it's one of those fucking things that says, look, here's fucking America. It's this 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 fucking red and blue and yellow kind of shining beacon. It's strength. It Look, it's so fucking powerful, but it only does the right thing. It's a goddamn moral um, it, it's the moral true north of what everything should be. And I think Christopher Reeves does an insanely good job acting in that movie. Insanely good job. Just the physicality of being able to look so fucking, he's what, six foot two, six foot three in real life, right? Six, three. Six, three. 
He's 6'3", and by by no means on you know Arnold Schwarzenegger in his builtness, but he's a pretty beefy looking guy in that movie. And yet, mm-hmm. when he plays Clark Kent, he does all this like physical stuff to make mm-hmm. himself look small and awkward and weird. And I I just have always thought that that was such a that's so good. Like how small he makes himself and how nerdy and like awkward and hard to watch he makes himself. So um, what what else is good about the movie though is you can't forget that I love Gene Hackman. Yeah. Honestly, like like is it is it a campy silly villain? Yes, but it's really fun to watch. And he's it's also really very real, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he's, he's. I mean, on the one hand, yes, you can say, oh, well, isn't he a little like you know snidely whiplash? He's, he's t- doing well, all those things. But what is what is it that he's really trying to do? Uh, real estate. He's, he's trying to do a real estate scam. It's actually brilliant. Yeah. You know, it's actually f- fucking brilliant. Like an even better scam would have been for him to be like, oh, I've just bought a lot of uh, commodities in wheat in Chinese wheat. And I'm going to launch a bomb out in the middle of fucking Kansas and poison all of America's wheat supply for the next fuck. I mean, these are also like super crazy, but these are ways to make a shit ton of money. I mean, so I don't know. I. I like Spider-Man 2 a lot, bro, and I think that whole cuz that's the one with the that is the one with the train, right? Where they pass him and he's like, "Yes. He's just a kid." They, you know, and all that other fucking shit. But he's like 27, but anyway. He's so it's so beautiful. And there's I, so many I, beautiful pieces of that. I think uh, I I agree with you that I think Superman is the superior movie. I just don't want to sell Spider-Man 2 short. It's not um, like, I'm not selling it short. That's the You're you're, absolute, you're you're absolutely right. Spider-Man. Talk about like if if Superman's moving on, I definitely think we at least need to give Spider-Man to its due because it was a really cool use of Doc Ock. Because yeah. I don't think I ever have thought Doc Ock was a threat ever myself. It's like growing up, I thought he was one of the more campy villains. And when I said, "Oh, Doc Ock's going to be the villain," I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be stupid." And they made him threatening and sympathetic. Yeah. No, and, you you really felt like he's he was a caged animal, and that, that therefore mm-hmm. terrifying. He is a person who's been backed up against a wall, and what he's doing is for he's very sympathetic in the fact that you you under you you realize why he's doing it, and that's what actually terrifies you more is you realize there's no stopping this guy. And amazingly, what it does is amazingly. Uh, so you've got Peter Parker who's willing to sacrifice his own interests for everything, right? And that's a common theme in that whole movie. Is here's Peter Parker sacrificing everything that that could bring him joy and happiness and blah, blah, blah to put on this fucking mask and do this fucking thing. And on the other hand, you see Doc Ock who faces adversity and you see his, his world getting taken away and he reacts selfishly and violently. Like Mm -hmm. everyone else can be damned. I am going to take, I'm going to save and take what's mine versus Spider-Man, which is myself be damned. I'm going to protect everyone else. Um, so it's it's really good. And I like a lot of the... There's a lot of great scenes in that. There's a lot of good action in that. And it, it is a very good movie on a lot of different levels. And one of I the best the, Spider-Man movies ever. Yeah, and I was going to say, what, what I would say is it really captures, you know, if you are a Spider-Man fan, which I wouldn't even say I'm a fan of, but I would I know Spider-Man pretty well. And it does capture that essence of that self. Yeah. Uh, that, that that he is selfless. Yeah, and one of the, and 
if there's a there's a video somewhere and I don't remember who posted it and I watched it one time that talked about how Marvel Zombies is one of the greatest Spider-Man stories ever. I've never read it, so how so? Uh it's talking about so Peter Parker gets infected by the zombie. Uh right, whatever and becomes a zombie. Okay. And then he ends up killing uh Aunt May and uh oh, and, and and MJ. But the whole rest of the arc is about his crushing amount of guilt and how he knows he should be better. And how there's this whole arc and that whole uh, Marvel zombies of Peter Parker trying at first to 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 not succumb to this and to stay to himself. And then when he can't, when the hunger is too great, he uh, he punishes himself more than anyone else does. Like some of the, you know, you know, some of the people they give into the hunger and then they mm. just accept that that's the way they are now and that's their new norm and they just keep dealing with it or whatever. Whereas with 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 uh with Peter, he uh he he really struggles with it. And I it's this is these are not my words. This is not my thing. You should look it up. Just Google Marvel Zombies Best Spider-Man and it's a whole treatise. It's a YouTube video about it and it's actually pretty good. To me, if 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 <laughs> If Marvel has a Christ figure, it's Peter Parker. I would say if if Marvel has a figurehead, I would say it's Spider Man. Yeah, I, I, I mean, as much to, as we I talk think... about Captain America being like sort of the the leader that everyone looks to, the moral compass is very much on 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 Spider Man too. He's he's got a, he, that that uh, with great power comes great responsibility is sort of a guiding principle that almost everyone does. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say this: this is. Look, I love the new movies, but I think the thing that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man movies get that the new ones don't get is this sense of Spider-Man having an overwhelming sense of responsibility, partly because you never see the fact that Aunt, you know, Uncle Ben dies and he takes this on. Yeah. And, and secondly, they it becomes don't want to rehash that shit. Right. But here's the thing that it misses. They replace that with this sort of weird Tony Stark fanboyism that sure. is not as strong. And so I will say this, but I I don't I don't fault them for doing it because they don't want because Amazing Spider-Man treaded on that as well. Yeah. And I don't think it did that part as successfully. No, James Garfield did not handle that as well. So for me, Tommy McGuire really holds on to that, which is, I think, a huge emotional impact or a huge character point of uh, of Spider-Man. So uh, is that it? Do we have any more? That's the end of round two. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, good. You want me to at least tell you where we're at? Uh, well, I think you your, you we'll, we'll, we'll put it on the, we'll put it on the Facebook page. Cause I, I don't know if okay. you're just reading off is going to help us at all. We'll, we'll okay. look at it next, uh, next time we go now to 16, I think we'll probably be able to go through 16 and maybe eight, uh, after trying, like, I think there is maybe only one or two, like I, I would call Thor three, a Cinderella team at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Tony star or Tony, Star. uh, uh Iron Man? What? No, uh, I would say maybe Doctor Strange is oh, a yeah. Cinderella team. Um, it's definitely got some it. good pairings. It's definitely got some good pairings in there. But all right. So uh, that's it. Next episode, we go uh, 16. Uh, we go to our Sweet 16. We maybe do our Sweet 16 and our, and our round of eight as well. And then we'll end this with a final four and... Final two, maybe. I'm not 100% sure. I will. Well, this is going to be four and two. I guess yeah. it depends on how in depth we go into the movies. Yep. True. 
All right. Uh, so, Rob, we uh, we still don't have a winner yet, but I think it's very clear. The big loser here is uh, the X Men franchise. So yes. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's do our uh, our our closing statement, our catchphrase, one that's been said uh, since the dawn of time. It's one of the earliest recorded uh, phrases. That's where we originally got it from the uh, old Sanskrit stones found in Mesopotamia. The the uh, sort of breadbasket of the civilization. And it rings true today, and that is... So long, and thanks for all the fish.